Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Lifestyle Creation Podcast. I am your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm super excited to have you here with me today. I'm going to share with you something special. So occasionally, when you're somebody like me who um, makes a, their life and their purpose out of sharing the things that go through their heads, when they're going through their heads, you have sometimes these magical moments where things feel really, really friggin' powerful. And it feels like there is another power or another being or another something behind the way that things are flowing through you. It's very channeled and it's very like goosebumpy and it feels divinely guided and intentional. There are those moments of those super powerful messages come through and I'm like, hi, I need to see how I can make sure that everyone hears this because it feels really important and it feels really powerful and helpful for anybody who has the desire to hear it. And so if that thing that I'm recording is being created in a place that's not public, then there's the occasion that I, because I get to make the rules in my own world, in my own business, I will choose to share it publicly. And this is one of those times. So I did a video or just did a video training in my coaching group. This month, we're focused on ways to get to know ourselves better so that we can be more powerful humans in our experience that we're having, um, whatever it may be. And so this is Health and Wellness Week. And I went down a really beautiful rabbit hole where if you listen, please continue to for real because it's fucking powerful, where I explain the depth of the connection between mind, body, and emotion and how it plays into every single thing that we do. And I give you some really tangible items and ways for you to make Getting to know yourself and your own patterns physically, emotionally, and mentally, um, a top priority. I give you a lot of information, um, stats from people I've worked with, people I know, like athletes and things like that, and then also am able to provide you some tangible things that you can walk away with right now and start implementing into your world. So stick with me and let me take you on this little journey, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. We are still in the month of February and February is the time of the getting to know ourselves better, right? And so this week is wellness week. And we touched a teeny bit about this in our call last week when we really set the stage for this month and how I talked about getting to know yourself better is literally one of the most valuable pieces that you can do. There was this piece of the puzzle I was explaining or talking a little bit about when it comes to knowing ourselves and how it serves us and makes us feel and understand the best as we can show up the best. So our energy is the best place as often as possible. Like there's definitely this piece of the puzzle that we ignore when it comes to health and wellness, where we think we're doing properly. Right. And so recently I'm going to tell you guys about my own journey and then about journeys I've taken other clients through and give you some advice on ways that you can get to know, because I can't make you know yourself in your body better, right? I can't do that. Um, Only you can do that with time and reflection and tracking, but I'm going to give you a few tools and a few stories to help you along the way. The things within our body that we're told by everyone else, just similar to what I had explained about 
you know, understanding what, what's right for you and what's not and what serves you and your own desires and your own personal makeup and your own personal personality and all those things and what doesn't, that's part of what we're wanting to figure out and learn and understand now. Right. So one of the things that is so powerful is recognizing that stuff within what is literally our driving force, whether you want to realize it or not. Yeah. You need momentum. Yeah. You need motivation, but like if your body and your energy isn't your energy levels, and that isn't able to show up and support you more regularly than not, then like everything else is going to like suffer for that. Right. It all like kind of pays a price. Um, so the more that we can put attention and intention into what we're doing with our, um, bodies and what's happening with our own wellness, it feeds all feeds into each other in a bigger way. And it's like that ripple effect is something that you just almost can't, you can't not do it. Like it literally isn't worth it. Like to not do this work and to figure out and make this personal wellness a priority is, is it can be debilitating. It can be, it's just not worth it. Like, don't even know how to say this. It's such an invaluable thing. The best thing you can do for yourself. Like you can spend all the money in the world on being the most successful person and start making all the money in the world. But if your body and your personal wellness can't hold up its end of the bargain, like everything else suffers along the way, or, you know, there's a lot of bad things that come from that. So anyway, just hear me when I say like, this is such an important piece of the puzzle. And so what happens in this, and I remember, so we're going to look at professional athletes for a minute because they're an easy example, because you all know of one, like I said, a professional athlete, somebody popped into your head that you have followed, or you listened to their story, or you understand a little bit more about what they do and why they do it. Right. So with that being said, what we don't recognize a lot, or we don't put into attention unless again, you're following them is like. It's just like your computer or your car, like your computer has to work properly and have enough room for storage and have all of this stuff in order for it, have the latest program updates and all that stuff in order for it to function properly for you to do your job. Just like your car has to be maintained and have good tires and have air in the tires and have furnace filter, not furnace filters, but air filters change and oil and all that stuff. Like it has to have those things for it to work. And for it to serve you and do its job, the same thing happens with a professional athlete. It is literally, they have to treat their body like they would a machine, literally. And what I mean by that is, it's not like, oh, do it like this. That's not it. They have to treat it like a machine that they're just loving the hell out of and need to like care for because without that, they can't survive and make money. They can't build their brand. They can't build their success rate. They can't build their um, their stats, like all of those things, they can't have a career that's going to allow them to leave a legacy. Right. Cause when you're a professional athlete, the other thing people don't think about is you have this peak time frame, right? You have this peak time frame when you get to make your money and make your fucking mark. Right. And if you don't even so, even though sometimes you do hundred percent, keep really, really dead on the health and the fitness and and the wellness and knowing all the moving parts of you, there are still accidents, right? Where you have an accident and it can be career ending, but in that work, that's where all the other work comes into practice, right? So when your career ends, like you have this other stuff to be able to pull you through and, and keep you moving forward and making the most of your situation. But like for the sake of this conversation, we're only going to talk about getting to know this machine and taking care of this machine. 
And what's interesting is, is like Tom Brady's machine is very different than Brett Favre's machine, even when they were both like at their peak, then um, Patrick Mahomes machine, right? Like those are all three quarterbacks and they're all three completely different style um, players. Their bodies are made up a little differently. They all are different ages. They come from different walks of life. They have different injuries or pre like all these different things make up their own. They each have their own very unique machine. So if they were to try to come in and like half-ass the maintenance of that machine or not really get out that fucking owner's manual, the one that doesn't really exist, so you have to handwrite it yourself and figure out what makes that thing tick, they would never be at the level that they were at, nor would they be able to stay there. Okay. Huge deal. So in that piece, when we can start to recognize, okay, here's my machine that I'm given that's unique to me. I'm not going to bitch about the mishaps that it's had. I'm not going to be complaining about the things that might've happened to me when I was 12 that now still bother me now or the car accident I was, I was 16 whatever. We don't bitch about those things and complain. We don't just accept them as reality. What we do instead is we wonder how do we make my machine continue to function as good or better so that I can do my job so that I can show up every day, full energy successfully in a way that I know that my machine is maintained, oiled, built, and protected in a way that allows me to fucking thrive so that I can do my job. Right. Same concept. So I know all of this because of living with a professional athlete, like watching what he does to condition his body still now, even though he hasn't played in, I don't know how many years, 20 years, probably something like that. Um, his accident was in the early nineties, 96, maybe. I don't remember. Anyway, we could look it up. It doesn't really matter, but even all of these years. So we're talking from 13 years old being in the gym, conditioning his body, learning his body, being as strong and as big and as muscular and as powerful as he could possibly be in his body to be able to be this person and play hockey the way he wanted to play hockey through now at 50 something years old, early fifties, where he still runs his body that way. And here's the deal. So I'm 34, Tony's 54. Now we're technically about 19 years apart and he's in better shape than any one of my friend's husbands that are my age like times a thousand. Okay. Even, and he's got mechanical knee. He's got a mechanical, he's got plates in his hips. He's got, he's had like 75 surgeries, just kidding. But like literally like 21 times, Dr. Lehman's cut him open. Like, and he was in that motorcycle, motorcycle accident that ended his career and almost killed him. Like all of these reasons why he should have stopped with his personal wellness or he could make excuses for his personal wellness and not be this conditioned machine that literally can do anything that he wants to do whenever he wants to do it, right? There's a million reasons why he wouldn't still be in that tip-top condition. But in his mind, that mentality from 13 years old that built his legacy, built his career, allowed him to show up and be this guy, all of that, is just a part of who he is at this point, right? But he learned his body so well in those years, those for all of those years while playing hockey, that it's not a huge struggle for him to maintain now, right? Because he knows what makes him tick. And that was the best advice he ever gave me ever. And I was really pissed off when he first told me. So if any of this is like, yeah, well, I'm not a professional athlete, Jamie, like, yeah, whatever. It's not that necessary for me. If you have any sort of things about you that maybe make you more exhausted or hold you back, or you feel this way or that way about like 
quite literally, you owe it to yourself to quit listening to everything else, quit pulling and saying, oh, just accepting that as your reality, just accepting that as your life sentence, which you guys have all probably listened to my podcast episode called my life sentence. If you haven't, you should talks about all of the shit I've had to deal with, with my body and overcome. And basically you can accept all of those things and just say, oh, I have less energy or I can't do all of these things or I can't blah, blah, blah. When your desires are for that, right? And you want to be in your body and feel good and have the personal wellness. This isn't just about physical. It's about all of it because your mental clarity and your mental wellness, your focus and your enthusiasm is directly connected to how you physically fucking feel. You go to a Tony Robbins event. He literally beats it into your brain that your physiology must be involved in your personal growth. It fucking must be. If you want to release and let go and move forward, you have to be able to bring your physiology into the system and understand how your body works with your emotions, with your folk, right? Like you must understand that you have the top of the top of the top. We're talking paid athletes who literally, this is their livelihood. You have Tony Robbins, who is like a fucking extreme beast of a human who does all of these things. And like Gary Vaynerchuk does it too. And like all these guys, like, why would you not understand that doesn't matter where you are, or what you're doing. If there's parts of your life that are not feeling and going the way you want them to be like, this is so important. It has to be tied in as a piece of the fucking puzzle. 100%. Okay. So like back to the, per- to the, piece of advice I was received, like Tony, I remember when we met, he knows more about, it's funny because his doctor is my doctor, right? His surgeon takes care of me and my mom, his, um, orthopedic is also uh, a GP and he helps me with my shit. And I remember calling him several occasions I've gone in and, and he's like, I'm like, well, this is what's going on. Blah, blah. He's like, so Dr. Tony diagnosed it this way. And I'm like, yeah. And it's every time he's fucking right. Okay. So like his amount of knowledge that he's obtained by being around the best of the best of professionals when it comes to his physical body and his health and, and the maintenance of your system. We're talking top of the line nutritionists and doctors and surgeons and um, chiropractors and massage therapists and like all of these things, right? Learning from all of them, retaining that information and then putting into practice in his life is why he is 54 and operating like a fucking 20 year old. Not really. He's probably operating like a 35 year old, maybe. Um, so, but he looks better and is in better shape than most 35 year olds that I know, especially here in my town <laughs> anyways. So like there's a reason, right. Cause he puts it on the practice. And so then I go to my doctor who is now referring to Dr. Tony, right. Cause he knows him. He's known him for 30 years, whatever. And he does know his shit. And so, and I took that into account, even though at first it annoyed me. Cause I was like, I don't, everyone's told me my whole life, nothing works. And none of this stuff, this is all just what I'm supposed to deal with him and I first met and he was like, he didn't understand what was going on with me either. And it, it didn't match up to anything he knew in his medical sense. Right. And so in that space where he was like, you've got to learn your own body and no one else can do that, but you, you have to invest in it. And so I did. And it's been a 10 year journey of investing in how to know myself, acknowledge the ticks, a 10 year journey of massage therapists and energy work and having a coach whose literal, literal job is to help me feel things inside of my body and identify if that's hunger, if that's the feeling of full, if that's this, if that's that, because I was programmed by all these other things to tell me what I was apparently feeling in my own wellness and my own body. And then it wasn't supporting anything that was happening. So it's like, dude, 
they don't know, like, how do they know they're not you, right? So if you don't put, make this a priority, it it can become the detriment of all of the other pieces of your happiness and success. And I'm just being super freaking honest about that. And this isn't just like, oh, I need to go work out and be strong and big and huge, like beastly, like Jamie's boyfriend, not at all. What you need to do. And the thing that he's not super great at, and that we, I keep on him about though, is you need to make sure you're sleeping enough. What happens when you don't sleep? How do you feel? How does your, how's your mood? How does your body react? Blah, 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 blah. What's your complexion look like, right? Like a lot of your issues, you call them, you label them, your problems can be solved by paying attention to what the hell's going on with your own physical wellness and mental and emotional wellness and how they all play together. Because I can tell you that my skin concerns my, um, you know, you're riffing really hard whenever your watch thinks you're doing a workout because <laughs> your hands are moving so much. Anyway, all of those pieces, exhaustion, nausea, like all of this stuff, I now understand parts of where it comes from and how I can help fuel and set up even with the parts that don't make sense. And that are just different about the way my body functions. And it's unfair and unfortunate, but learning those parts, it puts me ahead of the game, you guys. So I'm going to talk a little bit about this journal that I have, and you can find them everywhere. Like I actually have a fitness journal in the other room that I bought when I first started working out long before I met my coach, who's helped me figure out different parts about my body, the different, the whole nother stage of, of my body and my emotion, emotional connection there. But when I first started training with my trainer who God love him is a it's brilliant. Like he's in college right now to be a surgeon. And, um, I wish that he wasn't, I mean, the world needs a surgeon like him, but also like, I miss him being my like guiding post for my physical growth, uh, because he was just incredible and everything was very old school and everything was very hyper-focused on exactly what I needed. And he was just so, so good. But in that process, I found a journal that allowed me to track everything. Like what I lifted that day, what I ate that day before my alert workout, how I felt like all of that stuff in a journal, which you can just do this in a regular journal if you wanted, but sometimes it's nice to have like boxes to fill out. Right. But by making that a priority and doing that, everything changed. I knew what made me feel good physically when I ate it and what didn't, I knew what made me feel spacey when I ate it and what didn't, I knew what workouts I needed to eat more before and after like this is something that bodybuilders do. And I'm not suggesting you become a bodybuilder. If that's not your jam, that's got its whole other list of things that come along with it. But like, I definitely want people to understand that there's this space that you can create where the more knowledge and data you have, the more, the better off you are. This is the same thing I teach people when we're talking about budgeting and money and growing money. Like if you're not aware of what the hell is going on and where your money's coming from and where it's going, then don't expect to have more of it or keep it because it's just not going to happen. You need to know what the fuck's going on. There's another podcast about that. What you track, look it up. It's good on my lifestyle creation podcast. Anyway, back to what I was saying. And so learning and using that, that journal was huge. And then this is a big one too. So this is a cycle journal. So this is definitely specifically for women. So this is specifically for women, but like I'm mentioning the fitness journal because there are wellness journals just for anyone in general. Um, but this is a cycle journal that's made and I will link it below because it's so incredible. But what this has taught me was you literally know everything about your body on each days of your cycle. And so what that helps is, and this is again, men don't tune out because this is applicable to you too, but what it helps you realize is that everybody has moments, right? So like 
I know that there are certain weeks that I am just typically more tired. And I know that from collecting the data. And so instead of being like, well, I'm not going to be more tired. I'm going to push through that because we're not doing that. It's that it's like, or this is part of your fucking normal cycle. And I'm going to sleep a little bit more or give myself a little bit more time to be outside or, you know, make sure I'm getting, that's usually the week that I get IV infusions. Um, those kinds of things, but the more data you have, then the more you can support yourself and the more you can make your wellness into something that doesn't have to be such a big piece of work or into such a big, like horrible experience, right? Your physical stuff. So, you know, TMI, like I used to dread that time of the month and bleeding because it was like this horrific thing. And it made me feel all these different ways, right? Well, by removing that label and realizing, hi, this is something that happens to me because I'm a woman and it's a part of the human fucking experience, I'm going to figure out and learn about it and be really curious and be really open to learn what's going on when and how I feel in different changes and yada, yada. So I now realize, and I can think, oh, wait, I'm feeling this sort of way. What day is it? And I can look and be like, oh, it's day 16. So that's why you feel like that, right? Like, why would you not want this information? Like pattern recognition this is another Tony Robbins thing, right? He teaches you that one of the most typical or the biggest ways to success is understanding patterns and understanding pattern recognition, pattern utilization, and pattern creation. And so why would you not do that in your body? And if you guys can hear that snoring, it is my literally my 10 pound little Boston. And I literally keep moving her and she just snores her face off. So I'm so sorry. I'd rather probably have her snore than bark. So there's that. But the patterns that we can learn within our own bodies is not because we're going, oh, this is wrong and this is right. And, you know, that's not the point. The point is, how do I want to feel and how can I create that? And how can I make sure that I'm able to support it? It's that same stupid concept where people are like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. And they go grab another monster or they go grab more coffee. It's like, bro, how many times people have to tell you and how many times do you have to actually physically feel the experience? Because most people have where that coffee and that monster make you feel worse and they make you feel more tired. But when you drink water and enough water throughout the day, you feel better. Oh, crazy, right? Like, it's not rocket science, but it's counterintuitive what the world who's trying to tell you what you should and shouldn't buy tells you to do. And so we just go along like a lemming and just go, oh, I'm so tired. I need more caffeine. It's like, oh no, that's actually the exact opposite of what you fucking need. But that's not what someone told you. And that's not what you've been conditioned to believe. So there's that, right? Or example, Tony, my boyfriend is extremely ADHD. Like he is literally the poster child, not like, you know, half the world's running around saying, I have hype. I'm ADHD. It's like, well, you probably have some sort of maybe attention deficit. Like that might be a thing, but he really is like, read the textbook, watch him. It's unlike anything you've ever seen unless you deal with someone or live with someone like that. So what, because of this coffee makes him go back to sleep. Energy drinks bring him down. He doesn't take any medication to regulate it. He used to, and it made him angry and it was not the best thing in the world, but like he doesn't take medication to regulate it. He uses caffeine to regulate it. He uses food to regulate it because he knows that he can. But like in that, that doesn't make sense to anyone else, right? The rest of the world's like, drink more coffee. You're going to be have so much energy. And he's like, I drink more coffee and I fall right down. I go straight to bed. It's another reason why he doesn't drink alcohol. Alcohol is a downer for more pe most people. It makes them tired. It makes him wired into this other version of himself. He gets a little like, little, this part where 
it has the opposite effect on other people. So like, that's what people have to realize. So like everybody's makeup is so different and you need to figure that out for yourself. Like some people like can't have carbs. Carbs are going to make me this carbs are going to like, when was the last time you tested that theory though? Right. I can, I can literally eat whole grains all fucking day long in excess. And I'm okay. You give me a white piece of bread, which I would love to eat just a plain white piece of bread sometimes. And if I didn't just have a ton of protein right before that, that white piece of bread is going to make me feel like I'm dying. And I only know that because I've literally tested it. So does that mean that I limit myself, which brings me to my next suggestion of things other than this cycle journal or some sort of fitness journal, which that fitness journal is off of Amazon. So I'll link that for you guys too. Um, it doesn't even have to be about fitness. It's just about tracking what's happening in your own body every day. Cause like, what if that day you took a walk and you're, you felt great. And like the next day you did the elliptical and something happened to your knee. Like you kind of want to know where it's coming from so that you can find the problem and fix the problem. Just like you would in a business or like if your pipe was leaking, like you want to find out where that fucking leak is. You don't want to just be like, Oh, scrap the whole freaking plumbing system because we don't know what happened. Let us scrap it and replace the whole thing. It's like, no, what if we pay attention and we find out where the leak is and we fix just the leak. So that's where all this data comes into play. Right? So the book I was going to say is, so then the, the intuitive eating practice comes into this place where it's like, when you can start to pay attention to what food fits you wear, which is part was part of a huge part of my getting to know my body better journey. It was finding out what they meant to me, right? Like, yes, there's plenty of information. Like the glycemic index is a big thing for me with fruits and vegetables um, is knowing what's going to convert quicker to sugar in my system. And most of what's on there is pretty accurate for me. Some of it is completely the opposite anyway. So it's, but it's learning about what you want. And so in that practice, there's something that a friend of mine literally just brought this book up to me. And as she's telling me everything about this book, which is like blowing her mind and changing her entire relationship with eating, it's everything I've gone through in every stage of my own personal wellness journey over the past 10 years. Right. And it's a book called intuitive eating. You can get it on audible. I'll link it below, but the whole point of it is, it's not even, it's not a diet book. It's an understanding of what our body needs to function and how we are, or are not giving it what it needs and what happens as a result. So if you're having a problem with energy levels, you're having a problem with thyroids, you're having a problem with, um, weight loss or weight gain, um, or not being able to like lose stubborn places. Like if you read this and you understand, it's going to explain it. The reason I'm suggesting it is I could literally talk about this for 45 minutes or four hours, but it's going to explain it in a much easier way for you to implement it into your own life and start recognizing it in your own life. Because it's not about restrictions that we're doing. We're not doing all this data collecting so we can restrict everything about what we're doing in our lives. It's about so that we can make sure that we're making informed decisions about what's good for our physical well-being and mental well-being and emotional well-being. And the more that you start to recognize how all three of those things are directly connected to each other, the better off you're going to be, the more valuable your relationships are going to be, the more valuable you're going to be to everyone that you interact with. And the more successful you're going to be in your business and job end of fucking story. Because if you're hangry, like hangry is like a funny joke, right? But it's not like, it's a, your body is like, what the fuck I'm starving. Like I am starving. My brain cannot function well. Afternoon brain fog is usually a direct result 
of things that you've consumed or not consumed. It can also be sleep, environmental focused. It's not always like a depression thing or any, you know, something that you need to medicate. I personally did medicate for a while due to afternoon brain fog. Quite honestly, I did. And then I learned for a year, I guess, and I'm not mad about it. But in the meantime, I continued to grow and learn and figure out my body. And what I did was I realized going through Date With Destiny that when I brought my physiology into the situation, that brain fog was the fact that I hadn't moved, right? And so when I get up and I bounce around, like you see people do at Tony Robbins events, and I raise my own inner energy and I use the knowledge that I have about what my body needs, but also the science behind raising energy in our own system and how it wakes up your brain and allows you to focus. Now that I use that, I don't need that medicine anymore. Now that I recognize that anxiety and excitement and feel the same inside of my body, I take Xanax rarely. There's still an occasion because it's still a thing I have. My whole family has it, right? It's, it's like a, a fair few swears, like fucking genetic, but like the amount that I used to take that when I start to feel a certain way with, instead of questioning real quick, wait, why is that there? Why am I spinning? Is it this, is it that, whatever. And a lot of times it's excitement or it's nervousness. It's not, you know what I mean? And when I can, and that can diffuse it, the more knowledge you get within your wellness, the more you can start diffusing things versus just like throwing a pill at it or putting a bandaid on it. Like, and if a pill or a bandaid is what you fucking need and you've learned that yourself and you've done the research and you're paying attention to the patterns, then fuck yeah, do it. But we live in a world that's like, here's a Band-Aid anyway, pretend like it doesn't exist and use it as an excuse for 75,000 other things. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. And that's where we've created all these other problems in America specifically, right? With big pharma and all that shit comes from this, you know, insurance problems and financial issues and addiction and all this stuff comes from some of those just quick, man, just take this, you know, when that's great. And I believe in the power of using something as a tool, but I don't believe in using it as a power to band-aid something and pretend like it doesn't exist because that's not serving anyone, especially not you. It's going to make your other, it's going to exacerbate everything. Right. So anyway, that's a whole other topic. We don't really need to go down that rabbit hole. Um, but so getting to know your wellness and how it is literally one of the most important pieces, right? Because again, if you're not sleeping well and you're not focused, you can't do your job properly, right? If you're not sleeping well and you're not focused, then you're not going to meal prep or you're not going to make healthy choices because you're literally walking around like a fucking zombie, just choosing things for the sake of choosing them, which then adds to the problem and puts you in this ugly cycle, right? Which we've all been in and some of us reside in regularly. It is a normal human thing. But when you have this knowledge and this data, the likelihood that you set up camp there is less. You may visit, you may feel it, you'd be like, well, we don't want to do that anymore. And it only lasts a day or an hour or a week versus a year or two or whatever, right? That's the whole point of this. When you start to recognize, and this is, okay, here's the problem with this. This is something that you are responsible for and only you. There is no, we're all victim of circumstance and you're speaking to the choir. I have a very unfair list of things that are my circumstances to deal with in my physical body. 
very unfair that I would wish, I would not wish upon my worst fucking enemies. I don't really think I have any worst enemies, but if I hated you, I wouldn't wish this on you. Literally. No way. So trust me when I tell you, I get it. But I had to take responsibility for that or be a slave to it for the rest of my life. Likelihood that you want to be a slave to it and accept that is low or you wouldn't be here. So you have to recognize that this is yours. It's your responsibility, which is why 90% or 98% probably of the population will never do anything with anything that I'm saying. Because it's not fair. And it feels like a lot. And maybe it is. But the truth is, is when we can recognize the power and just start small. So let's go there. The power that you get to possess when you do this is huge. But also let's start small. Because every, I just gave you an overwhelmingly large amount of information. I just literally gave you a million real life examples that hopefully made you say, oh shit, okay. I see what you're saying. This machine, like all those professional athlete stories specifically tend to really resonate with most people, even if you're not a sports fan, because it just makes sense, right? You still get it. Like that's their job. Like it, it makes sense. Just like your computer has to function. So does their body, right? Same deal, but so does yours, your body and your physical and mental and emotional wellness are the fuel that make you able to do all of the other things. So like When you're deciding what's an important place to put your attention, this is the one you need to stop ignoring. This is the journey you need to constantly be on. And how do you start? So how do you start? What do you do? What's something that bugs you about your experience in your everyday? What's something that stops you or holds you back? So for me, it's the nausea which I'm feeling currently, to be honest. And it's the back pain, which I'm also feeling currently. So if you're watching the video, I'm squirming around a lot. So those are two things. Now, those are two things that used to be so constant that I would have to be, I'd have to stop what I'm doing several times a day. It was horrible, right? They are less constant now, and I'm so grateful. But those are two things that led me to say, okay, We're not fucking doing this anymore. It was the nausea in the morning more so than anything. I wake up in the morning and literally gag all morning long because I was so nauseous. And so those were my driving factors that, and I don't want to be in pain because it's distracting as fuck, right? Those were one of the two biggest or two of the two biggest things that I chose to say, okay, I'm going to figure you out. They've been the most difficult. There's been plenty of others that were small and easy. They've been the most difficult and I've been able to figure out things and and focus on them and change stuff around, right? Um, So in that, what changed? I got a new chair. I have a heating pad by me all the time. I bought this thing and I can link it for you guys. Um, I bought this thing that's like a vibrating heat pad actually for cramps and I do use it for cramps sometimes, but it like has a strap and you can strap it to yourself. Like during date with destiny, I had that bad boy strapped like a freaking backpack on me and vibrating on my back. And I would use my chair to like put pressure up against it, um, in the heat and it's like rechargeable. So it's, um, it's 
battery or it's wireless or whatever, but it allowed me to function and go through instead of sitting there miserable, because that's what would happen. I would just sit there miserable and force myself to endure it until I literally was so just beat down that I couldn't function anymore for the day. Right. And so I've learned ways around it. And then I see a neuromuscular therapist and I do a lot of stretching and a lot of that physiology work through Tony Robbins that I learned helps a lot, but then also the, the, the massage chair that, that Tony gifted me helps a lot, but it's like, there was a time you guys, there was a time that I had all of those tools and I would not have used them. I knew what I could try or do to lessen it a little bit, but it felt so daunting and like a lost fucking cause that I would have a $10,000 massage chair in my living room and I would never sit in it. That wasn't the case. I made a promise to myself when that thing showed up at the door as a surprise to me that I would not revert back into that old mindset that would stop me from helping myself because it feels hopeless sometimes when you have ongoing things, right? No matter what that is for you, it does. And our heads play games on us and they put us in this spot where it's like, well, that's not actually going to help. Guess what? It does help but you have to do it. You have to take responsibility for it. Right. So like if my nausea, I know what prevents it from being so drastic that I can't function. Sometimes it still does this thing a little crazy. Doesn't happen that much anymore, but I know that it's hydration. I know that it's eating well, right before I go to bed, the opposite of what everyone tells you to do. Right. Oh my God, you can't eat before bed. You're going to be fat and huge. It's like, or the way that my body functions, it needs fuel to run itself through the night. And so I have to eat something at bed. Otherwise in the morning, I feel like I've been hit by a car, no matter how much sleep I got. Right. And so now there are times I'll be laying in bed. It'll be nine o'clock or nine 30. And I'm so tired and I can feel it twin, start to twinge. My body's like, I need food. I need food. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to. And then I remember Tomorrow you have, uh, you have things to do. You have a world to conquer. Don't do this to yourself. So I get up, go to the bath or to the kitchen and get whatever I can think of. And so, and most of the time it's whatever I want. It's just, in, it's intuitive eating. It's like, well, I know that my body needs fuel. What does it want? So I've learned to listen and just get whatever. Sometimes it's a fucking jar of peanut butter and pretzels. Like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's something right. But when I don't follow through and I don't do that, then I wait, I know what's going to happen and it does. Right. Um, and so anyway, it's that all of that knowledge that I'm explaining to you is breaking automatic thoughts and breaking old patterns that you thought were helping you. And also stories that other people have placed on you of what's supposed to happen and how your body's supposed to be like you create this other, you have to create this other place where you're the fucking boss. And you're the person who tells you this is what's going on because you're the one who's feeling and experiencing it. And maybe sometimes you don't fully understand what you're feeling and experiencing and that's okay. So say you pick a couple things, like I mentioned, and you start focusing there and you're like, I need to learn these things. I need to do some testing. What maybe I need to figure out what I'm eating. Or maybe if I eat this way, I'll feel this way in the morning. Or maybe if I eat like this, or I drink like this, or I sleep, whatever it is. Like electrolytes was a big thing for me too. Me and Pedialyte are best buds. I have some right there, literally next to me. I always have Pedialyte packets with me because if I start to feel my blood sugar go wonk, I can get some Pedialyte. 
So speaking of which, that's literally a hydration reminder saying drink some water. Wherever you are, take a drink of your water. Um, if you don't have water, go get some. Anyway, so all of that stems back into, okay, how do I rewrite these rules and how do I create some freaking little toolbox items for myself to be able to prevent this from being so drastic that it stops me from doing my work in the world, from doing good and from being the person I want to be and from showing up as the human I want to show up as. Because when it's directly result, when your lack of enthusiasm and ability to be caring is directly related to the way that you physically feel and you take that as your responsibility, it's one of the most depressing things that can happen to you. And unless you've experienced that, that might sound like a little shit to you, but if you've experienced it, you know what I mean? Because it's like this helpless, you can't, it's hard and it sucks. And so why would we not want to learn to hack it a little to where that's not going to be our experience all the time anymore? That's my whole point. It's like, I want to give you so much information to where you can do this work for yourself and start learning how to hack your own experience into something that you actually want it to be instead of being like the rest of the world and accepting this, whatever it is, as just the fucking way that it is. In And these are in situations that we have control over, okay? Even if you have a disease and autoimmune like I do, and, and it's not something you have control over. You do have control over how you allow it to exist in your life. People who have cancer are great examples of this, right? Like people who have cancer, a lot of the times they're so optimistic and they realize like, or not, it's not even maybe optimism. It's not the right word. They're just very real about the situation and they all handle it very differently, but it's all directly like how they're letting that thing then affect their lives. Right? Like that's a personal choice and it's something they take responsibility for because it's so big and so real and, and you have to, right? So that's the whole goal that I have for you always is it doesn't matter what your situation is. It's something when we're talking about physical, mental, emotional wellness, like it is something that you have the power to put attention into figuring out. And I'm not saying to, that you have to say, oh, I'm going to get rid of this. And you know, that's not even it. I don't even care about that part. I just want you to understand it a little bit better. I just want you to collect the data to understand a little bit better because the more you understand it, the better you're equipped to then handle anything else that occurs. All right. So I'm sure after listening to that, or I hope after listening to that, that you understand why I just had to share it with you. Everything in me was like, yep, the world needs to hear this. So I hope that you found that as powerful as I did and how I felt saying it and how it felt coming out of me and that you got something good from it, whether it was just one nugget or a hundred. Um, all I'm looking for ever is just to motivate and impact and, and get a message out to whomever it's made for. And so maybe that was you. Thanks for being here and thanks for listening. If videos and uh, trainings like that are something that you'd be more interested in getting more of and having as a place for you to tune into every week and be able to be live and ask questions and interact with me in that kind of setting as your coach that is available to you now. It's located inside of my coaching group and I will put a link below here. It's called Operation Do. It's a very simple place to be. Um, we've designed it intentionally to where it's off of social media and it's just very easy for you to be a part of it and we help you create lasting change in whatever the way that looks for you and there's access to me as your coach there uh, with pocket coaching available anytime you need it 
and you have over 400 videos that you have access to and every topic you could possibly think of. And even if you never wanted to use those, you still also get to show up with me every week on a live training and then once a month on a little powwow kind of group sharing, fun, interactive thing that we do. Um, if that's something you're interested in, I'd love to have you there. There's a link below. I'll see you, see you on the other side. Have a good rest of your day.